0: And Saints going all the way, Saints going all the way Kumbaya, this the Who That Nation Game on the line, you can bet we take them Go black and gold, black and gold Don't stop, boy, we trying to win the Super Bowl Rock and roll, rock and roll Touchdown, go Saints, we gonna do it some more We Rock and roll, rock and roll Touchdown, go Saints, now nah, give me some more nah, Who that, who that This is TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. And the State of the Saints podcast is brought to you by Manscaped.com. For those that enjoyed the Lawnmower 3.0, well, I got news for you. The Manscaped engineering team has successfully created the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right the Lawnmower 4.0. The leader in male grooming is taking it to the next level. Join the 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped for all their below-the-waist needs. Go to Manscaped.com, use the promo code STATE OF SAINTS, and you will save 20% off on the lawnmower 4.0, as well as other Manscaped items. That's Manscaped.com. Hey, what's going on, Who That Nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones, and I am the host of the State of the Saints podcast. Uh, Thank you so much for checking out the State of the Saints podcast, where we talk New Orleans Saints. Uh, Really do appreciate your time. Uh, Getting up this early in the morning. Uh, It's about uh, 8 a.m. here in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, so I know it's about 7 o'clock where you all are right now, if you're on Central Standard Time. And if some of you are on the West Coast, God bless you. (laughs) It's about five o'clock. So uh, thank you all so much for uh, being here. Uh, I know a lot of people are excited, a little, you know, a little tired. But nevertheless, uh, the Saints have a big game, week four matchup versus the Minnesota Vikings in the UK. And uh, all week long, the New Orleans Saints have been uh, across the pond, uh, getting themselves uh, prepared mentally uh, as well as uh, physically for this game. Uh, there are some uh, guys that are going to be uh, out. Uh, this is according to uh, my guy, Ross Jackson. Uh, the Saints offense will be without quarterback Jameis Winston, wide receiver Michael Thomas, running back Alvin Kamara, and guard Andrews Pete. So that uh, Alvin Kamara, uh scratch came a little bit uh, of a shocker. Uh, he was there all, all week, of course, practicing, but his practice was very limited. And the New Orleans Saints today decided to uh, sit him out, which I think is a smart idea. Uh, you know, Alvin Kamara uh, has had you know a little bit of ups and downs this season, uh, dealing with that rib injury. Uh, you don't want to you know re aggravate that at all. I think the Saints have some capable uh running backs, and, I, and what we're about to see is we're about to see uh, the guy who has been a mainstay for the New Orleans Saints and he left, and the guy that replaced him <laughs> came in. Latavius Murray. I'm talking about Mark Ingram and Latavius Murray. So you're about to get uh, the guy who went away and the guy that the same side for the guy that went away. And now both of them are going to be in the Saints backfield today because Latavius Murray was activated. And uh, a lot of people who uh, have, you know, wanted to see uh, Latavius Murray being a part of this offense, you're about to get, uh, you know, you're about to get what you wanted. Uh, I think that this can be a motivating game for Latavius Murray. Uh, be that Uh, he actually played for the Minnesota Vikings and and also you know he he never uh, got opportunity to be the real guy you know uh, he went from the Oakland Raiders who were the Oakland Raiders at the time and he went to the Minnesota Vikings on a contract but they end up drafting Delvin Cook and he always kind of just played the background so I just think that he probably is going to take this as a motivated game uh, I like the way Latavius Murray runs. He's not the most exciting runner in the world. But one thing that you will get out of him is some production. And he and he's he's not uh, not one of those guys that can't break it. You know, he can definitely uh, break it, you know, if he, he sees uh, a lane. You know, he can get through it and, and, and pick up some big yards or even a touchdown. So along with him and Mark Ingram, I think they should be able to be a formidable backfield. The only thing I, I feel like that could stop them uh, is the ball security. You know, the Saints then have not had issues really running the football. It's just been their commitment to constantly running the football and guys holding on to the football to give the coaches enough confidence to continue to run the football. So I think if you go out there, you run the football, and you have ball security, I think that you should uh, be fine. Uh, looking at the tail of the tape on behalf of the uh, Minnesota Vikings, I'm looking at them right now. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings, uh, first downs. Uh, they have 19. Their opponents have 24. Uh, third down conversions. The Minnesota Vikings are 10 of 34. Their opponents are 13 of 38. On fourth down, they're two, and th- two of three. Uh, total offense of uh, yards, they put up 1,032. That's about middle of the pack. There. Uh, also uh, rushing yards. This is something that was very very alarming to me. Uh, when it comes to uh, stopping the run, uh, they're pretty much down there. You know, when it comes to like stopping the run. They have allowed 413 total yards of of rushing to their 311. So this this is probably going to be the thing that can help the New Orleans Saints by running the football. And that's why I was alluding to Mark Ingram as well as Latavius Murray, because if you can get these guys on board, you know, and running the football, uh, maybe, you know, that'll set it up for some of those uh, plays uh, for Andy Dalton. Uh, Speaking of Andy Dalton, he gets to start today. I, I know some people are excited about that to see what the Red Rifle can possibly do. Look, I, I look at this Saints offense, um, you know, you got uh, Jarvis Landry is going to be out there, Chris Alave. Uh, you got some old older guys, you know, not older guys, but some guys that were starters last year, you know, and Callaway and Traquan Smith and, you know, Deontay Hardy. So you, ha- you have some guys out there that can make some plays, that can make some guys miss and, and get down the field. So, you know, Andy Dalton, uh, you know, he can go out there, you know, he can make some plays. Uh, he's going to be smart with the football. And, uh, you know, you can get this victory. You know, the fact that the Minnesota Vikings are familiar with Andy Dalton, the fact that he played for the Chicago Bears a couple of years ago, I'm pretty sure they got some film on them. They probably used, uh, you know, when he was playing uh, in the NFC North. But I just think that uh, this is an opportunity for Andy Dalton to really uh, see what this offense can possibly be. Uh, This is going to be a tough game for the New Orleans Saints because, you know, the Minnesota Vikings always play the Saints tough. It's always a tough game. Uh, even when Alvin Kamara uh, scored those six touchdowns people don't pay attention but uh, the Minnesota Vikings were scoring as well you know they was getting up and down the field on the Saints also and this will uh, be a game that I feel like uh, we can really see what the Saints secondary is all about and this can be an opportunity uh, for the New Orleans Saints secondary to probably get their hands on the football and get some turnovers uh, with some interceptions so you know, Kirk Cousins has been up and down this season. He has five touchdowns, only uh, only three interceptions. So, I mean, there's not a lot to write home about about him. We know who he is. He's a guy that can light you up one week and play about as as pedestrian as you possibly can uh, be the following week. So the Saints need to get pressure on Kirk Cousins. I know that makes some people roll their eyes because they're like the Saints haven't been getting much pressure uh, on uh, the, the quarterbacks as of late. But, you know, they got to be able to get him off his spot because he can't pick them apart. And uh Kirk Cousins isn't like the worst quarterback in the world to a point where this dude can't put up some big yards. So the Saints have got to be careful and make sure that they get him rattled. Uh, they got to take advantage of the, the advantage that they got by coming in earlier in the week. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings came in, I want to say on Friday or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. So they're still trying to get themselves acclimated to the time change. The Saints have been there for the last couple of days. So, um, you know, that's an advantage for them. So hopefully they can use that to their advantage and be wide-eyed and, and, you know, and go out there and be able to generate a win. Uh, Look, I I picked the Minnesota Vikings to win this game uh, when I was doing pregame, you know, the predictions for the season. And I'm sticking by that. You know, I think that the New Orleans Saints are going to be uh, playing a little bit better, but I just think the Minnesota Vikings are gonna win this football game. Uh when you see the Saints struggles until I actually see otherwise an improvement. You know, I can't just say that they're gonna be, you know, leaps and bounds better than the Minnesota Vikings in this game. Uh you're missing some key players like Alvin Kamara and, and Michael Thomas. Uh you got some other guys out there that can make some plays, but uh the Saints uh have been very, very sloppy. Uh they've been uh you know not been you know on 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 task when it comes to the offense and I don't think that you know that's just going to change uh this week I understand the New Orleans Saints and and years past they've been a really good October team um they're probably one of the best when it comes to the month of October but Sean Payton isn't here so I I got the Minnesota Vikings winning this football game I don't think they're going to blow the Saints out but I think the Minnesota Vikings are going to win um I think that you're probably going to see a little bit more scoring from the New Orleans Saints uh, I'm pretty sure they're probably going to get into the 20s in this game, uh, but the Minnesota Vikings uh, are going to win. I got this game uh, being uh, 27 uh, to 23 or 27 to 20. Uh, so I got the Minnesota Vikings winning the game. But let me go ahead and uh, read some of your comments. I appreciate you all for being here. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, get started. Mario says breakfast game, baby. Yeah, it's definitely a breakfast game. It's definitely one of those games you have to go to Krispy Kreme Donuts. And uh, you know, pick up some donuts, maybe some milk, a little bit, maybe some coffee if you into that type of stuff at Starbucks. Yeah, get you get yourself going. Uh, I like Murray running style. He's a bruise of a back uh, because of his size. He can uh, wear out a defense. Yeah, he can. Tony Jones is inactive. Yeah, what else is new? To be honest, uh, what the F? Dane Jones got uh, most use. Yeah, I mean, look, he out. I mean, you might have Dwayne Washington that might uh, have some carries as well. Depends on how the game goes. Please just take care of the ball this week. Yeah, uh, ball security is key. Um, ball security is key uh, when it comes to, like, uh, what what the Saints are, are going to do, you know. But, I mean, the last couple of weeks, they've been turning over the football. Hopefully, that can change, you know. Hopefully, they put an emphasis on that and guys kind of wake woke up to the fact, uh chosen uh where you at uh I'm up watching the game early Washington ran pretty solid yeah Dwayne Washington is a solid running back you know he's a guy got nice size on him got good speed got good pad level you know and also he's pretty good in the passing game red rifle gonna be straight facing a tough d for a debut uh plus missing weapons if he wins this one it's gonna be epic well, I'm be honest with you. The Minnesota Vikings defense isn't nothing that you know that's just very like fearsome. I mean, they middle of the pack. You know, they've been giving up the run quite a bit these last couple of weeks. But I mean, sometimes you can't really just pay attention to the statistics. You know, just like you know, when it comes to the Saints. You know, we expect for the Saints to improve. I'm pretty sure the Minnesota Vikings are looking to improve. And I've I've heard this before. You know, people talking about. Oh, they can't stop the run. Oh, their offensive line is trash. And then all of a sudden, like they play against the Saints. The Saints get stonewalled on the defensive line. And I mean, and, and then also when it comes to the running game, then all of a sudden these guys are channeling they enter Barry Sanders or Walter Payton or something. So sometimes statistics can tell lies. Uh, but we'll see. Uh I feel good about today. I didn't uh I didn't the past for a few weeks, honestly. And I think a lot of people have been feeling pretty bummed out about this team over the last couple of weeks, to be honest with you. Yeah. You know, but at the end of the day, I mean, you you go through growing pain sometimes, but it's about how you respond to the adversity. Right. How you respond to those growing pains. So hopefully they can get back and and, and we can see some positive things uh, that they can actually work, uh, work on to go forward in order to generate some wins. Good morning, TJ. What's going on, Tate? Thank you for being here uh might see uh justin uh let me see uh Lattimore will have 10 interceptions all for pick sixes it will be the first time in nfl history a team has scored 10 uh defensive touchdowns <laughs> i like i like the optimism but i don't think that's gonna happen i don't think that's gonna happen uh State of Saints podcast are you serious tj saints winning this game stop it well look i can't pick the saints to win every game and um honestly Look, I, I picked I picked the Minnesota Vikings to beat the New Orleans Saints, and you know, doing a uh, when I was doing a schedule, and I stick by that, man. I mean, the Saints haven't really showed me anything to a point where I should change my mind about this. Now, if I would have, if I would have seen something that I seen at the beginning of the season that would have changed my mind, I probably would have changed it. But I'm, I'm sticking by this, man. I got to stick by it, and you know, I hope I'm wrong, uh, but I, I ain't seen nothing that would make me change my mind. I understand you got them winning, TJ, but 27 on uh the defense. Um hey man, I could be wrong. You know, I could be wrong when it when it comes down to it, but hey, I mean that that's just that just uh you know how I feel. Let's see. Uh, we can beat the Vikings. Yeah, we can beat the Vikings. You know, we can beat them. I I I'm not saying that the Saints can't, you know. I'm just saying I, I mean, look, I can't pick the Saints to win every game. You know, they can beat them. But like, like I said, from what I've seen these last couple of weeks, um, I mean, I can't really change my mind about something I, I, I thought at the beginning of the season. You know, I mean, I had the Saints beating Carolina just like everybody else. I had them beating Tampa just like most of you, you know. That didn't happen, you know. But I had them losing to the Minnesota Vikings, so I got to stick with it because nothing I've seen from this offense, you know, will prove prove me differently you know let's see uh yeah the stats are getting misleading because good defense is now like uh philly and minnesota are starting to let you run on purpose to slow down the passing game well yeah i mean yeah sometimes those uh those numbers can be kind of misleading i mean look if you stop in a run for the most part and let's just say for example a guy breaks like a 60 yard run or something you know what i'm saying like that don't always just tell the story like, you might have, like, one big run, you know, and the team just basically stonewalled you for the rest of the game. So sometimes those numbers can be misleading when you go to it. And even though, you know, you might stonewall them, the number's still going to go up and it's going to look a certain way, even though your defense isn't that bad. So sometimes those numbers can be misleading. National media acknowledge the Saints. Uh, I think they'll start acknowledging the Saints. Well, you know, the Saints will force them to acknowledge them if they start winning. You know I'm seriously. Uh, let's see. I hope uh, once Jameis heals up, he comes back strong. Uh, drop my like. Love you, TJ. Yeah, thank you uh, for all the people that say. I asked that you hit the like button this morning. Uh, I really appreciate that. Uh, Carolyn Smith says, uh, "Good morning, uh, big Sunday morning breakfast, coffee, and football." Yeah, shouts out to my mom up early, but they ain't nothing new. My mom get up about four o'clock in the morning every single day, so <laughs> this this ain't this ain't uncharted waters for her. Uh, let's see. Hope we can run the ball today and get off to a fast start. Yeah, that's that's the key right there. That's the key right there. If, if the Saints are going to win this football game, they're gonna to have to run the football. Uh, morning, TJ. How did you fare in the storm? It, it was fine, man. Like knew we had like no damage or anything like that at all around here. We're we're extremely uh, blessed. There was no power outages. Uh, we didn't have to pick up no debris off the ground. I mean, the storm basically just kind of, you know. Blew through. I mean, no pun intended, but it's true. Like the wind blew a little bit. They had a little rain out there to, you know, and at around 6 p.m. uh eastern standard time. I mean, it was it's pretty clear. And then even yesterday, man. I mean, yesterday was a beautiful day. You know, I was um I pressure washed uh, my patio off. Um <laughs> I barbecued a little bit, put some ribs and some uh, chicken on the grill. You know, my wife was happy that I cleaned finally cleaned out the patio, you know, sprayed off the frontage sprayed off the asphalt from when paxton was using like you know those kids have those little uh yeah have little chalk they can write on the concrete so she was happy i was sprayed that off so uh probably was on i was on a, like a honey-do list yesterday you know cut the grass a little bit and you know just you know my wife wanted me to barbecue she wanted me to pressure wash. so i was on a honey-do list i watched a few college football games but everything's fine you know long story short everything's fine you know I, i'm i'm blessed uh you know, everybody in the community is blessed. You know, my, my heart really, truly goes out uh, to all those people that were really affected by uh, <clears throat> Hurricane Ian in, in Florida. Uh, but, you know, a lot of people in, in the Carolinas are, are fortunate. But we also have to remember those that, that weren't so fortunate uh, going through those uh the situation and trying to pick up the pieces. Uh, let me throw down a little bit. Uh, go get your son and clear th- his head. He picked the Vikings to beat us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I, I definitely picked, I definitely picked the Vikings to beat us, but like I said, I hope I'm wrong. So I mean, but that's just how I feel. Uh, no Kamara that hurts. Uh today's gonna be a long day. Come on, Saints, let's go. Uh, who taking uh Pete Spot? Uh Throckmorton, more than likely. Mm, yeah. God bless you, TJ. Thank you, man. God bless you as well. Uh, Thornton at yeah, throckmorton I think that's what you're referring to first Sunday no service today I'm having a big breakfast bacon egg and grits uh biscuit and drinking coffee waiting for the waiting for the football who that oh yeah yeah it is first Sunday yeah so uh my grandfather who, uh is a pastor of two churches I think that the church I don't know I think the church that he uh, the other church that he uh pastors shouts out to Bethlehem Baptist Church um I think they have service every first Sunday. If I'm not mistaken, and I think we had, we started a uh, Soul Saving Baptist Church. That's my home church. Then you start having church on third Sunday. If I'm not mistaken, well, we used to have church every Sunday, but it kind of changed around a little bit. You know, as my grandfather, you know, started to get you know starting to get older and stuff like that. And you know, man, you you <laughs> you got to change some things around a little bit. You know, I think well, I think it happened like probably during because of COVID. I want to say that that's when they started to change the, the church schedule. But uh, shouts out to Bethlehem Baptist Church, a uh, shouts out to Soul Saving Baptist Church uh, and uh, out there in uh, Vicksburg, Mississippi. Let's see. Uh, I just started uh, a change.org petition to make Carolyn Smith officially change her name uh, to Mama SOTS. Well, I think she had to change her name today, <laughs> Josh. She She's already there. You know, I think everybody pretty much uh, that's been here for a while know, uh, know my mom and pretty sure everybody kind of acknowledges that but yeah but that that would be funny to uh changing the name today (laughs) what up tj uh murray might have a decent game against his former team today this should be a game management game uh for dalton well i I feel like it could be a game i want to be clear i I want this could be a game management game uh but this is a game where he probably can have some opportunities to make plays as well you know if you were playing against i don't know the rams or you're playing against the baltimore ravens or something like that then you know i feel like that would be one of those games that you can actually manage but this is a game that you can you can possibly make some plays in i mean the viking secondary uh not really that good you know i mean they 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 solid defensively but there there's some opportunities there and not to make big risk but you can make some plays uh let me see hope all is okay after end uh, came through or just win or rain yeah i mean look i mean it was just wind and, and rain around here i mean other parts uh as you head like towards the northern parts of south carolina they probably got a little bit more than we did but we we really we really didn't get much we really didn't get much around here which you know we're blessed because of that let's see we need to put together uh conservative um yeah conservative wins over the next few weeks Starting today, if the Saints can survive the early storm, they can be in the mix come December. Yeah, you got to start winning these games now. Um, the more NFC opponents you actually lose to, it 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 just lowers your chance to actually make the postseason. So I mean, you got to find ways to start to string off some wins. I watched the Georgia Missouri game Saturday night. I thought that Missouri was going to pull an upset on Georgia. Yeah, I mean for a while it did. I mean they got their kick out there, kicking them fifty plus yard field goals and but i don't know man you know when you have that much talent on your team you know it's kind of hard to keep a team like that down i mean and i don't think this is going to affect them at all i don't think that their uh their position is going to change because alabama had a game like this against texas a couple of weeks ago so this is one of their little scary games and that would have been huge like that would have been huge if they would have lost that game because that would have gave missouri you know the advantage and if they've if missouri would have ended up like stringing off some wins then georgia wouldn't even been in the sec championship they wouldn't even had a chance so they definitely had to win that game because they are they're coming out the sec east so they that that definitely was a win that they needed and they dodged the bullet they are uh they are going i'm staying with your grandmother you know what that means (laughs) oh that means that you about to have an exciting time watching the game Let's see we need the defense to uh get a pick today I'm hoping. Well, this can be a game that they can get an interception. You know, this this can be one of those games. So, we'll see. Uh got to respect the fact that he didn't change his pick based on his feelings. Well, look, I mean I I mean I'm I'm one of those people I try to be as objective as I can and I know sometimes that may, you know, I don't want to say rub people the wrong way. They may not like it uh or, you know, uh, agree with it, but you know, I mean, look, I called it when I was making this schedule and I would have been happy to change this if I would have seen something different from the saints, but I haven't seen that much. I haven't seen, I haven't seen what I wanted to see as a saints team just yet. So I I can't change my pick. (laughs) Let's see. uh, Good morning. Who that nation. Good morning, TJ. Glad you and your family are safe. Yeah. Thank you for that. I appreciate that Creole bunny. Um, yeah, everybody's doing fine. Shouts out to everybody that may be watching this or listening to this, uh, headed to the game, uh, in the UK, you know, shouts out to everybody out there. You know, I hope everybody's being safe. I'm I'm seeing pictures and videos, you know, first time people visiting the UK families, visiting the UK, getting to hang out with, you know, different other, uh, Saints fans. So it it looks like it's a great experience. So shouts out to y'all and, uh, hope y'all have all the fun in the world uh, at this game. The king of Nintendo is in the house. <laughs> Mario. Uh 24 to 10 Saints. Kamari is great, but I think we still have good backs. I think we have some good running backs too. I think that a lot of people are frustrated with Mark Ingram's fumbling. But it's not like Mark Ingram is just out there just being stonewalled. He's running the ball pretty well. Uh the issues are he just um, you know, he, he turned the ball over. Like if you, you don't turn the ball over, I think a lot of Saints fans would be uh appreciative of the effort that mark ingram put towards but it's just the fumbling turning the ball over that just rubs people the wrong way and uh yeah you know i mean you got to be able to hold on to the ball if you hold on to the ball i think the running back running backs of new orleans saints are productive but nobody cares if you turn the ball over our defense is not as strong against the run like it's been the past few years it's definitely not it's definitely not man uh they were better last week you know, it was, I ain't gonna lie. It was better last week, but the thing about it is, is like Chris McCaffrey still went over 100 yards, but I mean, he had like 25 carries on it. So I mean, he had to fight for them 100 yards. He had a couple of like longer runs, but for the most part, they kind of kept him in check. Uh, morning TJ and the Who That Nation, uh, we're going to get that W today. I'm confident there are too many of us repping in London to lose. Well, I mean, I hope that I hope all that energy comes across the pond. I really hope it does because the Saints need it. And see, I don't care who's the quarterback, if Winston, Dalton, Taysom Hill, or Faith Hill. I'm rocking black and gold. Who that? Yeah, I don't care who it is either. I'm, I'm At this point, we know that Andy Dalton is starting, and uh, we should just go ahead and support this guy. You know what I mean? I want the Saints to win. I don't care who the quarterback is. Like you said, Tay. I, I just want victory for this New Orleans Saints team. And I don't care who who brings it. Uh, who that TJ? How you feeling this morning? Uh, I'm doing fine. I'm up this morning. Uh, My wife and my son, they still sleep. Uh, <laughs> uh, but nevertheless, man, I'm feeling good this morning. Should be an exciting morning. Should, uh, a great day for football. I mean, look, outside, it feels like fall out, out here. I mean, it's a beautiful day outside. Um, Hopefully the Saints continue to make this day beautiful for a lot of Saints fans. Justin Jefferson versus Lattimore going to be a show um let's see tj is a realistic fan we're obviously not going to win every game yeah i mean look there might be times where i say they lose and they win and it might be time where i say they win and they lose i mean but i'm not going to like i'm not going to shortchange people and i'm not going to just say things just because it sounds like it's just the right thing to say so i you know i apologize if i'm angering people It feel like i'm putting bad mojo out there but at this particular point that's how i feel and i hope i'm wrong I mean, I I hope I'm wrong. Uh, we're uh, leading the league in turnover ratio. Yeah, we got a uh, eight right now. Something that you don't want to be after uh, three weeks of football. Uh, what up, TJ and who that nation? Jermaine, thank you for being here. Let's see. I'm going to the game at Pittsburgh this season, dog. I'm hyped. Yeah, that should be a that should be a good game to go to. You know, I mean, Pittsburgh fans are really passionate, so are the New Orleans Saints fans hey tj the host of the state of the saints podcast glad you and your fam are okay being a survivor of katrina what did you think of that lsu game well i think the lsu game was pretty good you know they came back i think they were they were down like 17 nothing if i'm not mistaken they came roaring back no pun intended um it, it just you know they they made some plays like down the stretch uh when they needed to make plays uh auburn i, I don't know who their offensive play call is but um yeah, I mean, that that uh <laughs> that uh that pass they were running back pass they tried to do, go, uh, and, and and it got picked by Perkins, I want to say his name was, you know, the linebacker. I mean, that was just straight up dumb. And then you had like a couple of plays where they went for it on fourth down. I, I don't know, man, it, it just seemed like with Auburn, it's just something that's missing. Like, I know we don't like Auburn, but Auburn is one of those teams that always play tough they always have scrap and stuff like that it's just something that's missing and uh you can tell like it was uh something that was in that crowd you know the the fans uh wasn't really they they wanted to cheer but it was like more the the things that they had within the stadium like the light show and the fireworks and all that kind of stuff trying to get people excited and off their feet more so than what their team was actually doing and for a minute you know they were excited because you know they were beating up on LSU and Everybody just had them as an underdog and thought LSU was just gonna beat them. But um LSU came back, man, and they they made some plays. Uh Daniels uh made some plays with his leg. Uh he got injured like trying to slide. I knew for I knew as soon as he slid, I was like, man, he lucky he messed it like tears knee up, like the way that he slid. Um, you know, Emory Jr., you know what I'm saying? He he made some plays too. You know, that that big physical run that he had. That's what probably frustrate a lot of LSU fans, you know, that uh, he, he has that inside of him. But he, you he, I mean he'd be like tiptoeing through the hole? I don't know if he's trying to save himself for the NFL or what. I don't know. But uh, all in all, um, LSU, they definitely need to improve in a passing game. Way too many drops. They had opportunities like to kind of seal the deal. Williams dropped the ball. Um, I want to say uh, Boutte dropped the ball. And, you know, it wouldn't have been first downs for Boot. Butte Williams, but it would have helped to sustain drive the way the running backs were running. So, but it was a good game. I mean, look, you don't get style points for wins and losses anymore in the, I mean, in the NFL in a, uh, college football, you know, it, it's just about winning and where you are at that particular point. If you're in the SEC, so glad that they got the victory. Glad they got the victory yesterday. You know, I mean, they only lost one game. Seems like Brian Kelly' uh, game plan is keeping them in games. They're finding ways to win, and I, I think that. As years go by, I think people are going to be extremely excited about what LSU is as a team as Brian Kelly's uh you know recruits start to come in and and change what you know LSU football, and maybe they can get back to some of that magic they had back in 2019. Let's see, some something nobody's talking about TJ. We started off with three division opponents in a row, never seen a, a rough start like that. Yeah, I ain't never seen that either. I think even uh Drew Brees, who was on WWL a couple of days ago, alluded to that. I ain't never seen a team come off with like three straight division games. I, I I ain't never seen that. I thought Camaro was playing. Why they wearing black helmets with the color rush? I have no idea. I would have just went all black. I would have just went with all black units with the black uh, helmet. Uh, now nah, I just reported Camaro is inactive today. Yeah, we, we talked about that earlier. Boy from New Iberia. Uh, okay, uh, thanks, Nation of Domination. Let's see. Uh, it should have been black on black. Yeah, I think that would have looked better. But those color red jersey with that black helmet—I I don't know about that. Uh, let's see. Vikings should win, but I'm still rooting for them Saints. Bus call game in the house. Hi TJ, thank you for being here, man. Uh, their stylist is out sick. So, you know what we talking about with that? <laughs> let's see. Uh, who that fam? Uh, we up early. I guess you are talking about the uh, the stylist for the Saints uniforms. I got to change my fantasy running back now. Saints 3, Vikings 0 final. <laughs> uh, uh, I ain't going to lie. Where they at right now, nobody probably would care. Like, they don't care about that kind of stuff, man. We the only ones that be caring about 30, 40 points. Like, like out there, man, these people, like, you know, you know, in the UK, they watching soccer or football matches, as they call them. And, you know, the game might be 1-0. to zero. But they just excited, you know. People going back and forth, one goal scored. So that 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 type of game wouldn't even bother, wouldn't even bother the folks in the UK. To be honest which Cowboys started a lot of uh, seasons against division rivals like that. Hmm. Let's see, game going to be on CBS and NFL Network. Saints thirteen, Vikings ten. Uh, I'm trying to see if I missed anybody here. Uh, I think Pete Carmichael is a generic play caller and he needs to make adjustments faster than 10 minutes in a full quarter uh trey i'm gonna be honest with you you know i was uh and i encourage everybody to check this out but drew Brees was on wwl and he was talking about this and he said something that 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 kind of stuck out to me and he said he said it's it's not really the play callers job to call the perfect play he said they're not gonna always call the perfect play it's the quarterback job if the play isn't there to, to audible into a better play and, you know what I'm saying? And, and, you know, if the play is there to make sure that the guys, you know what I'm saying, execute it. So sometimes like we, I think sometimes, you know, we, we rely on uh offensive coordinators to call the perfect game, right? This play, you know what I'm saying? We calling this, in, this work, but it, it, it's the quarterback and the coordinator going hand in hand to make sure that you know, that you're audible in, you're making moves in order to make sure that your offense is successful. It's not going to always be like P. Carmichael called the play and it's going to be perfect. Sometimes, you know, it's going to take Andy Dalton or Jameis Winston to audible out the play to a better play to, to you know, make sure that it, it happens successfully. I mean, that came from Drew Brees. So I think that that was a, you know, for years, that was a combination of he and, you know, and Sean Payton and, and Pete Carmichael, you know, behind the scenes a little bit more. But I just think that is is a combination of quarterback and offensive coordinator. So he might be calling generic plays, uh, you know, but, you know, if they are generic or they don't work, you know, the quarterback got to be able to put it, you know, to, to put those uh, receivers and those running backs, the offensive line, got to put them in the best position to succeed. Uh, good morning, TJ. I have no prediction for the game. However, I bet we scored touchdowns in more than just the fourth quarter. Well, I hope so, Big Sean. I hope so. At the end of the day, like, I just want them to put up some points and I want to see this offense improve. Morning, TJ. I just heard Kamara was inactive. Yeah, you're absolutely right. He is inactive. He will not be playing in this game. And it's pretty unfortunate, man, because, uh, you know, we really need Alvin Kamara, you know, down the stretch. But, you know, if you're going to get injured, uh, I, I'm kind of you know it's a good thing that it happened early then you know what i'm saying down the stretch you know because early early in the season at least we know he's gonna be there late in the season uh cool sports poems thank you very much for 999 says we need to come out and start off at the beginning with more fire energy and passion instead of waiting to the full quarter and try to get fired up and do something yeah i agree you know i, I definitely agree with that um vanilla play calling and you know and just out there you know, putting you know putting the Who that Nation to sleep because your offensive innovation stinks. Yeah, I mean, look if you put some points on the board, touchdown or two early in the game, I think it's going to get people like excited. But I just see like some efficiency from the offense. That's that's all I'm looking for. Some some level of improvement. I'm thinking they don't want Kamara playing because his incident during the all season. I don't think that has anything to do with it. Uh, kevin at all you know i think it has very little to do with that and more to do with that injury that he had and you don't want to re-aggravate that so um i think that's what it all comes down to i don't think they care anything about no trial (laughs) these these guys want to win uh what up or who that family let's get this w uh the nfl won't let them wear the black on black i don't understand why should be able to wear whatever uniform that you feel like is necessary as long as it's like as long as you like, you know, got the okay for as far as the, the uniform concepts. You should be able to mix and match them any way that you want. I mean, the NFL, I mean, they come on, man. Like that's that's one of them situations where that just dumb. Like y'all basically like shortchanging yourself so like so much. Like I, I feel like the NFL uh should be just like college football when it comes to like like color concepts. They don't understand, like, the more color concepts a team have, the more interest the the NFL, you know what I'm saying, fans will have, and they'll start buying those jerseys. And that's more money the NFL will make. But what do I know? And you would think that they would want something like that because we all know they money hungry as I don't know what. I think Pete is a great pay, uh, play caller. If anything, I would like to see him uh, from him is to put his own twist on it. Sometimes it still feels like Peyton out there. Well, look, I, I think he definitely running the plays that Peyton ran. But, you know, I think it's had to be a combination of the, the play caller as well as the quarterback. So, and also the offense as a whole, got to get on the same page here. It's not going to work if they're not on the same page. And I mean, it's not college football. You know, the coach calls a play from the sidelines and you just run it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and let's just say if there's some coverage, they look towards the sidelines. They got signs up, you know, all those different things going on, you know, and and the quarterback don't supposed to change the plays. But in the NFL, the quarterback has the right to change a play if he feel like he can audible from one play that he doesn't feel the work to play even better play that work. TJ, uh, we will score on the first and third drive rushing and a tight end score. I hope you're right. Uh, he was just practicing. Yeah, he was limited though. We talking about Kamara. I feel we have the depth to fill in for Kamara. I feel Washington and Jones should get more touches, regardless if AK is healthy or not. Well, you know, I mean, Tony Jones is out, so he he's not getting any. Uh, uh, Dwayne Washington, yeah, I feel like he needs to get more, more reps. Uh, Winston, Booty, Ben, Booty, uh, Andy Dalton. I agree uh go to the quarterback defense needs it uh this game well look if the if the defense continue to play the way that they've been playing i think they should be fine if they don't go out here and they play the way that they have been playing then you might be in trouble i mean the, the defense is the catalyst for this team and that's just something we're going to have to accept it's definitely we're going to have to accept that until the offense figures it out they playing Taysom Hill at quarterback um yeah for this week he's a um He's the number two. Uh, Yeah, he's the number two quarterback this week. So I, I don't I wouldn't expect Taysom Hill to like be out there too much, you know, especially like if he's serving as a backup. T.J. Olave will get his first touchdown today. Well, I hope so. I mean, he's been playing extremely well and uh, it's going to be a little bit different now that Michael Thomas is out. He might end up getting some double teams. So, I, I think that this to me, I feel like this can be a game where uh Marcus Calloway can make some plays or Traquan Smith can make some plays because you know you got Jarvis Landry who's limited, then you got uh Chris Olave who you know been lighting it up, so you know they're gonna be paying attention to that. I don't see him uh getting any one on one covers to be honest with you. So, this is a game for one of these other guys to be able to step up and make some plays, and also I feel like they they might want to try to get Deontay Hardy involved as well, since, you know, Chris Olave is going to be getting those uh, number one slash number two looks. So I think that this can be a game Hardy can actually make some plays. Hardy is one of those guys, you give him the ball and he'll be able to do something in space. I mean, we've seen this before, right? It was garbage time, of course, in the fourth quarter versus the Dallas Cowboys. But I mean, that was just like a short, you know, pass and he turned that into a 70 yard touchdown. So, when you have a guy that dynamic on your team, why, why put him on the sidelines? Why not try to find ways to try to add him into this offense? And I, I just feel like, you know, the way the Saints uh, have been uh, playing offense, and I, I will criticize uh, Pete Carmichael and the offensive staff on this, is the fact that you have all those play callers, I mean, playmakers on that on that sidelines, and you're not utilizing. Them. I mean, it, it's been, we've we seen this with the Kansas City Chiefs when they had, you know, Kelsey and they had Tyreek Hill, they had Nico Harmon. Sammy Watkins was there I mean you had guys that were like constantly making plays and you know you didn't have these guys on the sidelines I mean Andy Reid found a way to have all these guys involved you'd be like okay you're gonna double team Tyreek, watch what I do with Miko Hartman oh you're gonna try to double team Travis Kelsey watch what I uh, dial up for Tyreek Hill you know like you got to be able to utilize all of your weapons you know not just having one two and three respectively out there like find a way to put the ball in the hands of your playmakers. And I guarantee you, you can be one of the best offenses in the league, but it's too much, you know, okay, we got these two, three guys out here. We're going to make this thing work. If Deontay Hardy, uh, can make some plays, you know, like dial up some plays for him, you know, Cal Callaway, dial up some plays for him, you know, like the, the key objective is winning games. So let's try to make sure that we, you know let's make sure that we do everything in our power to make sure all the playmakers that we have on the team get involved tj your boy smith uh will be out there (laughs) let's see uh yeah traquan uh the vikings better not lose to a team with no starting quarterback running back or wide receiver yeah that'll be that'll be really rough if they did but uh, i hope they're not just worried about jefferson they gotta check adam thielen yeah Adam Thielen is a really good wide receiver. Really good. I say the defense gets his first interception this game. Yeah, I said that. I mean, look, the way that the um, Minnesota Vikings like to throw the football, there's opportunities where, you know, some of these uh, DBs and safeties can make plays. Too many weapons don't know what to do. Uh, Breeze would have hit everybody. Yeah. Uh, good morning, fam. I mean, yeah, he would have hit the, the full back, the tight end but that was made a uh, drew Brees special as a quarterback Uh new coaching don't know what to do what you mean andy dalton nice <laughs> look all, all i'm saying is man <laughs> I, I just think that you know getting mad and talking about you know andy dalton i mean i feel like it, it's it's pointless it, it's absolutely pointless folks it's pointless to talk about this dude when the overall objective is for us to want this team to win so this this Today isn't the day where you want to be right about something. Like you, you want the team to win. Like some of us, if, if you're going into this game, I'll say this: if you're going into this game wanting Andy Dalton to fail, then maybe you need to check yourself. Like seriously, like you, you really just need to check yourself and and, and really look in the mirror and and and, and think about what I rather be right about my take on Andy Dalton, so people can big up me for five minutes. Or, you know what I'm saying, what I just not care and just want this team to win. Like, come on, man. Today ain't the date. Like, if you if you a Jameis Winston supporter and you want, you know, a Andy Dalton supporter, like we all should be Andy Dalton supporters because we're Saints fans. And I if you're going into this game, wanting this guy to fail, a guy want the dude to throw the ball over a concession stand, you know, like you're going into the game the wrong way. Like, today ain't the, the day that you want to be right about a guy and be like, man, I told you he wasn't good. I told you. I told you, bro. Like, come on, man. We want the Saints to win. So if the Saints lose, just you know, and at the end of the day, you're like, man, I feel right about what I said, though. Nah, man, we want the team to win. I want them to win. I care about none of that stuff. Let's get this dub, man. When Breeze was here, Vikings Saints was a real rivalry. I don't want to say it was a rivalry. You know, I just think that – I don't think the Saints and Vikings are a robbery. I just think that, you know, they, they these two teams were a part of, like, historical moments. You know, and – but I wouldn't consider them, like, a robbery. Like, I don't dislike the Vikings. Like, the, I dislike the, the Falcons or anything like that. But I just think that, they, you know, you have some games that have historical significance. But I, I wouldn't think that uh, – I don't think they're a robbery. Uh, I trusted Teddy Bridgewater. What up, TJ? Uh, we gonna win Kirk Cousins booty uh two from all of them teams. Let him go. Kirk Cousins, a coke artist. Or oh, I guess he I guess you mean choke artist. I, I don't think you mean Coke artist, right? Uh hey TJ, is Paulson Debo playing today? Yes, he is. He is playing. Uh DA will for sure draft a uh pursuit uh, quarterback. Uh who do you like? Uh I like Jameis, but uh too much up and down overthrow underthrow holding the ball not reading really blitzes we're basically uh Tampa fans right now keeping it real uh yeah um not one quarterback in particular I've been evaluating that I would I would say uh I, I I gotta see um you know based on like the the list um I I really I follow college football but not as strongly as I do the NFL I mean, I I know about like some of these players, you know, the quarterbacks, the running backs that's coming out, but I would have to see and evaluate them. And it's not so much about who's going to be the best because the way the Saints draft positioning is, I mean, you couldn't get the best quarterback on the board anyway. So I think it would be like, you know, a guy that's kind of middle of the pack that can kind of fit that offense. TJ Jones and actually Reality have as much as I do like Jameis Winston, I don't think Andy Dunn is the answer. Andy Dalton is the answer either. But is Jameis Winston injury prone? We have to ask that question. I won't say he's injury prone. I mean, he, these injuries just started happening to him the last couple of years. Uh, it's just been a bunch of you know unfortunate mishaps. Um, I, I wouldn't put him in that injury prone category just yet. Uh, just when any means necessary um whoever this uh, person is right here that's putting that in here i'm gonna just go ahead and block you i ain't got no time for the nonsense today nobody wants to see that ain't nobody checking for that and um I, I would ask that you uh put a football question up there if not then find some other show to watch uh tj he gonna throw the ball in the concessions thing <laughs> yeah like man people want this dude to sit up here and fail man and, and look and look terrible in the process we should arrest Jameis and kamara until the Bengals game well we i'm pretty sure they're gonna take it week by week you know uh, quarterbacks is about who reads the best defense a lot of negativity about the saints are these people real fans new coaches trying to figure it out let's believe in the process <clears throat> that's because a lot of saint fans don't really practice patience you know i won't say a lot but some of them don't practice patience they you know they spoiled by good quarterback play good coaching for the most part and being a, a contender every single year so if you feel like you know the guy that's that's the coach not giving you that then all of a sudden you know you start feeling some type of way but me man look i, I just feel like whining and complaining and all that kind of stuff like we all have our opinions about it and when, yes you know what i'm, saying? I'm pretty sure as the shows go on i'm probably gonna be very upset about some of the things that i see uh but you know, at the end of the day, I'm still the same fan, and I still got love for this team. And, uh, you know, some people, you know, they just I, – I don't know what it is. You know, I, I just think that, you know, you're going to always have people that going to want to complain about something. There's something they always going to want to complain about. Uh, hey, TJ, I think that this is not a bad thing that Alvin and Mike not playing because Andy can throw to those open and not force it. Yeah. Uh, what are our keys to being two and two? ball security ball security good solid defense and sustaining drives those those are those are the three keys right there in my opinion sustaining the drives uh you know you don't even got to score you know but make sure that you keep your defense on the sidelines like keep them kind of well rested throughout the game um also you know sustain some of those drives those drives might turn into touchdowns they might turn into field goals speaking of field goals let's try to make some field goals right you know will lutz have had the, the cases of the yips as of late you know, let's try to see if we can make some of these field goals and stuff. I, I don't know what's going on with Will, but hopefully he can get this thing figured out. But let's see if we can actually sustain some drives and not shoot ourselves in the foot. You know, if they do that, then they should be fine. Uh, let's see. Man, Drew Brees go 11-4 and four a season and fold in the playoffs. Well, look, you can't win the playoffs if you don't make it. You know, that's just all there is to it. Like, at least they go at least they making it to the playoffs. You know, you, you anytime you go to the playoffs, you got a chance. So when people are like, man, they folded in the playoffs. Well, let me tell you this. Last year, Drew Brees wasn't here. Did the Saints make the playoffs? No, they did not. You know, and you can say, oh, well, you know, if the the 49ers would have won, I mean, would have lost, then we would have been in the playoffs. Well, then you have to ask yourself the question, why were you even in that position anyway? I can't remember like if there were too many times where the New Orleans Saints was out there just like watching another team and seeing what they do. And if they lose, they make the playoffs with Drew. I ain't really seen too much of that. It was more like if they win or they lose, you know, we'll get a one or two seed. But like I said, that, that type of stuff right there, you know, (laughs) that that just shows, you, you know, a little bit of how spoiled we are because it's like, man, all we got is the playoffs. But if you look at like a team like the Jets or something like that, they're like, man, I wish we could make the playoff. You know, like that goes to show you like how spoiled we are as a fan base. Like, you know, the overall objective, you know, win your division, make the postseason and and, and make a run at it, or try to make a run at it. But uh <laughs> like we upset, man, they folded in the playoff. Like I talk about you can talk about teams that wish they could be in a playoff. You know, it's unfortunate that they lose when they get there, but at least they they made it and so these this is something some teams you know can't even do good morning my brother happy to see you and your family are safe i am hoping to see hardy more involved today yeah me too he's a guy that's a playmaker he makes plays and um you know i think that if you put the ball in the sand he should be should be fine mimosas on deck today for this breakfast game and <laughs> hey, you trying to get started early huh uh i read the lamar jackson then bryce young um <clears throat> Well, I don't think Lamar Jackson <clears> – <throat> excuse me. I don't think Lamar Jackson is going anywhere. I don't think that uh, <laughs> they're going to let him go, especially the way he's playing now. And um, the Saints had an opportunity to get this dude. You know, like, you know, y'all decided to get Davenport. So, yeah, part of, a part of me is like, you know, eh, you know, y'all had the chance to do it and y'all didn't do it. Bro, I really hope we don't lose. Been cheated out of two Super Bowls. Uh, is the network down? Um, no, I'm not too sure about that. I'm still I'm still here live. Uh well, we're about almost 30 minutes away from uh the game starting. Um, but I want to say thank you all for checking out the State of the Saints podcast. Really do appreciate that. 231 people watching this right now, ask that you hit the like button. Um I would like to hear like some of your prediction scores if you can put those down in in the chat i really appreciate that what do you think the score is going to be in this game uh how do you think this you know how the game is going to go i would like to hear from you uh before we wrap it up been out two super bowls already read that one uh, ryan says saints fans really are spoiled they lucky they don't know about the paper bag days yeah a lot of them don't and a lot of them afraid of those days too they probably heard of it you know it's like the it's like the monster in your closet or you know you're out in the woods and they're talking about the legend of sasquatch like ain't nobody checking for sasquatch ain't nobody checking for the monster that's in in the closet right so when you tell these old folk tales of of yesteryear and the saints uh you know was so bad you used to wear bags or you hate because you didn't want people to know you was there you know, a lot of them, you know, don't want to go back to those times. And, you, know, you know, they never experienced those times and they don't want to experience those times. So, <laughs> I mean, lucky for them, they haven't. But, you know, it's almost like, like to me, this is like, this is equivalent to a father, right? A father who grows up in the hood and poverty. You know what I'm saying? Mom did everything she could. Dad did everything he could to try to make sure he put food on the table, keep the lights on, keep the phone on then all of a sudden like that that kid gets old and he becomes a man and he gets you know a a career and he's making really good money and he gets to a point where you know he's very well off he gets a nice house you know he get married he have kids and then all of a sudden like you know you have these kids and these kids are like beneficiaries of (laughs) of the hard work and the dedication of of the man and his wife you know the house the you know the the little extracurricular activities after school and you know and then all of a sudden you know you you put something down on the table for them to eat and be like i don't want this and then you start reminiscing about the time where you know i wish i could have this on my plate i didn't know what i was gonna have that's kind of example you know you got a lot of these uh saints fans who have been spoiled by prosperity like all these different years and i mean and they they don't know anything about like being snake bitten and not you know not being very good but then you have, like, the older Saints fans who are like, man, I remember when we were down in the dumps, man, when this was an embarrassment right here. So what you have is, like, the tale of, like, two generations of of Saints fans. One generation that remembers the hard times, you know, the, the Great Depression times, the, the World War II, you know what I'm saying? then all of a sudden, you got the other ones, you know what I'm saying, that's uh, the beneficiaries, you know, after, you know, everything that had happened in, you know, the the, the segregation, all that kind of stuff. You being beneficial, beneficiaries of all the hard work from the past. So that's kind of like what it is, you know? That's that's kind of like what the example is, you know? <laughs> you ever had like a kid, you know, you, you're in your house and stuff like that and the kid like throwing away, I don't know, throwing away like like food, throwing, <laughs> throwing away clothes that you might give them, probably don't want to wear the clothes, you know, you ever had like something like that? That's kind of like what it is with these Saints fans. Uh, I'm gonna put lifesavers on the Vikings the way it's a win. Win if the Saints win or lose. Um, and he really meant that. He put that like a million, a million and one times. Don't don't spam out your computer though. Uh <laughs> Oh, he's saying Skol. Uh T.J. Jones. I'm only 25. I know I've only been watching Drew Brees for most of my life. What's it like being in the dark days? Is this very similar to that type of atmosphere? Don't nah. Uh-uh. No, no. Because people are upset, but they have because they have expectations. Like people were upset because the team sucked and there was no there was no silver lining in sight. There was there was no light at the end of the tunnel. Like it was it was hopeless back in the days like saints fans today are mad because they used to like the saints being in contention winning a bunch of games making the playoffs back in the day you ain't had none of that like you knew like you you went into the season knowing the saints were not gonna do nothing (laughs) all right tj i'll see you after the game 21 to 14 yeah there, there was there was no hope back in those days none none at all all right but uh, thank you all so much for checking out the State of the Saints podcast. Really do appreciate it. Uh, we'll be back uh, with a halftime report as well as the post game show immediately following the Saints-Vikings week four game. I ask that you hit the like button if you have not already. Uh, check out previous episodes of the State of the Saints podcast available on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor FM. Also a part of the Pigskin Podcast Network. Uh, much love to everybody out there. Shouts out to the, those that are in the U.K., uh, Shouts out to those that are, are watching at home. Uh, really do appreciate everything that you all do. Uh, you know, and I, I appreciate everybody that that commented today and uh, those that commented in the past. Till next time, all I gotta say is, who that.